Welcome to the Close Friends No Filter Podcast. I'm Stephanie. I'm Anu. And I'm Laura. And in our experience, nothing spreads faster on social media than rumors about what does and doesn't work on social media. Social media changes fast, and there's no shortage of bad advice, outdated tips and tricks, baseless urban legends, and myths begging to be busted. And that's where we come in. With a combined 25 years in the industry, we're here to help you sift through 10,000 pounds of regurgitated social media BS and get to the truth so you can stop stressing over gossip and start focusing on growing your business. Hello. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Close Friends No Filter. I'm Stephanie from The Social Media CEO. I'm joined by my beautiful co-host, Laura from B-Squared and Manu from your social team. And we are talking about something we are all very excited to discuss today, sliding into DMs and DM best practices and how to contact total strangers and how not to, and maybe even discussing some of the funniest or rudest or most ridiculous DMs that we have received. So I'm really excited because I think like DM, what would the word be? What's the word? It's like on the tip of my tongue and I keep, I keep losing it. Etiquette. Etiquette. Thank you. Yeah. Learning and etiquette um, about DMs or voice memos and things like that is something I think it's becoming more prominent, right? And And there's also like tons and tons of sort of like the old school, like buying bots and followers and the automated software that would follow and unfollow people for you. I think that there's this whole new like industry of farming DM, like automated DMs and automating like sliding into people's DMs, like entire like services that do this on behalf of like businesses and people. And for whatever reason, a certain company, Ring a like bell. Every, yeah. I mean, everyone that contacts me is like a empty Instagram account with like two followers. And they all I'm like, they must have hundreds of people that like work for them and are trying to get me into like the latest publication. So anyway, so I would love to hear from you all like how you feel about DMs and having conversations in DMs. I mean, there's obviously like a lot of positive that comes from it. And I've got some stuff to share about that as well, like how we've used the DMs for our high ticket program and how that works really well from like a customer service standpoint. But there's also like a really annoying and like negative side to the way that people approach you in your DMs. I, if I may start, I love DMs. Absolutely love it. I think a lot of people that follow me, even though like I have a big account right now, like they probably talk to me one time or another. If they message me, 99.99% chances that I responded and we had a conversation. If people ask me one simple question, I have no problem answering them. It's two things that bother me. I don't get a lot of just rude people like cursing me out or anything like that, luckily. But I have two things that bother me. One is the entitlement. It's like, oh, create a tutorial about this because I want to (laughs) know what you did because your reel was too fast. I'm like, hello? And the other one... (laughs) is the people that forget that I'm a person and I have feelings and I'm not involved in their lives. And literally every time something happens, I cannot tell you how many DMs start. And I know these people don't mean anything bad by it, but I don't think they stop to realize who's on the other side or there's someone on the other side. I literally get tons of emails that start with, uh, uh, did you see this new feature? (laughs) Uh, oh, I can't believe this. Uh, my engagement is, Like people don't uh me, please. By the end of the day, I've had 50 uh us and I'm so brought down by that. So that really like weights my energy. Like it it just weighs me down. Like I don't feel good about when that happens. And I know that a lot of these people don't mean badly. And every now and then I'll say something. I'm like, hey, 
can you start the DM saying hello or something? And just not like, <laughs> it's not super pleasant if I'm here and I get a DM and I come here happily to see it say hello and I just get a uh, and not even a hello not even a thank you not yeah. e you know yeah the energy they bring to the DM and I did have a lot of people say oh I'm so sorry I never even thought of that like thanks for like you know thanks for saying this like totally agree blah 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 but I think people don't realize that and they're either making requests or sometimes sending super long DMs telling me to yeah. fix their whole strategy and I'm like do you just hand things to people and they walk into your store yeah. I don't think so right. you know so I yeah. think you know yeah. there's the beautiful side of it and there's the side that I think people need to really is this googleable <laughs> you know do you yeah. really need me to stop what That's, I'm doing to answer so my policy around like dms is like first of all at least follow me like the audacity of people who message me and say, hey, like all the time. And it's, I get it from social media managers and maybe because I was a social media manager, I still have clients. Um, but they'll say like, hey, I have a new client that's like a realtor. What would you do for their strategy? They don't follow me. They don't like my content. They're just like dropped in a thin air and they think I'm just gonna like hand them a, a strategy. They don't even follow me. So that's like my first thing is like, at least have the decency to follow me if you're gonna ask me like a weird question that's gonna take me more than two seconds to answer. And the second one is like, oh my God, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> You're good, man. Oh my the God. Google. Oh my God. I think it was the Google. Google. Yes, thank you. Don't ask me something you can Google. That's my second point is like, don't ask me something that you can Google. And I have that rule with my mom even. I had to implement that with my mother because my mom would text me and be like, hey, do you know like if it's going to rain today? Like I'd be like, Google it. I, I don't answer anyone in my life. I, if you ask me a question you can Google, I will send you the link Exhaust to Google. Exhaust the possibilities. I don't do that. Like that's not me. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I think that's a good policy. And I wonder, like those people that are coming in asking you for a strategy that don't follow you or anybody, you know, it, it's more, I think that's blanketed, right? Like if you're not, in, it's not intentional. So like, it's similar to like those weird DMs that I was mentioning that I get from the same people. It's the same company, but like tons of different accounts, like all doing it. I feel like it's some sort of service that's like, and maybe from that, it's like an actual social media manager, but maybe their strategy is like, I'm just going to ask as many social media managers or other or experts as I can. Crowdsource right? my strategy. The, and I'm going <laughs> to crowdsource eventually somebody will answer yeah me. and it's like that or maybe multiple people and I'll be like I'll go mash it together it's such a weird I, I just feel like we don't think about online etiquette and you know uh, social media etiquette the same way as we would in the real world like because you just wouldn't walk up and I think if we could just put on that hat that's like if I were standing in a networking event with this person is this how I would like start the conference and maybe somebody <laughs> would I mean there are those people Maybe. who are very yeah. awkward and like would just walk up and immediately like ask you a random like brain picking question but like you know for, for the most part I think there's like a whole lot that comes before that but like you said Manu I think you've become a safe space and people just think you, you create so much content and you like put yeah. so much out there that like and same for you Laura I think like it just makes people feel like they can slide in and just kind of go for it because they're like well she's all the time that's what she does here is like she's like a an answer yeah. bucket for everything which is fine and a lot of times if it's something simple I'll be like yeah yes no oh yeah it's a feature you totally. just add it you could do that or yeah. if it's something There's super simple totally, yes yeah. so you know we have those policies like Laura has her policies I think a couple of my yeah. policies are am I answering this question about strategy or just about Instagram in general content whatever it is to this person who's not my client member I have a, yeah. a different space for me members too if members are asking me all the questions in the dms i have to send them to the group because i'm like that's where i, I prioritize you guys yeah. i can't keep up with the dms i'll forget to come back to you so if you want yeah. me to answer that it can be in the group but like i'm happy to answer like a quick thing on dm for anyone but i think if this person is asking me strategy questions and all that and i look back at the dm and they've done this like four times before <laughs> that's when it's like 
other people pay for this. I have a membership yeah. for this. It's a service. And here you go. But I think also like it's on me to not think that these people mean they just want me to help them for free. I don't think it's about that either. I think a lot of times is that they are like, they just want the solution for that. And whether I say the solution is to click somewhere or, hey, that's what we do in our membership. Check it out, blah, blah, blah. A lot of people, they're like, oh, awesome, joining. Like yeah. that happened too. So I think if that happens yeah. to you, see the DMs as an opportunity. If a person is asking you a question four times, instead of just answering them, tell them how you can help them. Like, do you offer a one-on-one yeah you know, thing that you Maybe consultation where you cover their questions. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, I think, I think, you know, because that may just be what they need. And, and in the beginning, I used to be a little annoyed just being people like, Oh, people are so entitled. They just want me to work for free all day. But then every time that I just say, Hey, actually I have a class for this inside of my membership, blah, blah, blah. People are like, Oh, that's awesome. You know? So I, I think it's, it's about that. I also think that I think that sometimes people really message you before even looking at any of your posts, any of your highlights. Totally. So I think it's yeah. also okay to just send them there. You know, if it's like a bigger question, I can also say, Hey, I do Q and A's every Monday. Make sure you ask there, answer there or something. I also had right. recently a member who canceled the membership and start asking me all the questions for support on DMs afterward. <laughs> so that was yeah. one that I had to and say, Hey, like, you know, I have a membership, but you were a part of my yeah. support. <laughs> That's one that I was like, no, Hey, let's talk about in the member group. Oh, I actually don't yeah. have access anymore. I'm like, Oh, why not? Oh, cause I canceled. I'm like, oh, okay, well, if you want, you know, support, you can always come back. Right. That's a great response. Yeah, I think it's like not being, uh, and, you know, again, you, we're talking about we're all creators, right? So we're creating content kind of outside of social media or even on social media and through our highlights and stories. And there's different posts and we have different offers that like, you know, educate in that way. And so we do the same thing on my social media manager for the social media CEO has, you know, canned replies for most things. And we set up our Instagram highlights to specifically sort of follow that customer journey. So as people have specific questions, all of our blog posts are like there, so they can just send them to the specific highlight and they can kind of, you know, look through all those links and see what they need. Or again, we have, you know, free offers and funnels and things that we can point them towards so that from a customer service standpoint, we kind of have that locked in. But from my, on my personal account, right, is where I'm like, ooh, like, I don't have the same things because I'm like, I don't get as many questions. But when they do come in, my favorite ones are the ones that are like, hi, can I ask a question? And then like nothing. And you're like, dang, like this happened to me recently because I was in the middle of a big launch. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to. Okay, yeah, sure. Shoot. I'm thinking it's going to be about the program. And of course, it's like something totally random. And I'm like, you don't follow me. How did you even find me? Why are we talking about hashtags? Like I have nothing about this. You know, they just see like social media, the words in my in my bio. And I think like, it feels a little intrusive. Like I, you know, you're probably better than me, Manu, and like starting those conversations and seeing where it can lead. But like, in that regard, I'm like, I have this whole channel, this whole business that like has all these things. And these are the things that I'm, I'm known for. I did discover recently talking about this with my community, there are some different platforms now that will allow you to charge for even the smallest like answers and picking of the brain. Um, they're like channels where people can like put their question out. And if you decide to answer it, you have a set rate for like how much, you know, it could be $5, it could be $25 for you to like reply to that. So that's something for people who are like educators and like info creators, I think to make sure that they are being compensated even for that, like, you know, 10 minutes it takes to like put the answer to, it does. Like if you're spending, you know, hundreds of minutes, yeah, like replying to people like through your DMs.
This episode is sponsored by the Social Media Manager Market. The Social Media Manager Market is an online directory exclusively for, you guessed it, social media service providers. The Social Media Manager Market has curated the most talented social media managers, strategists, digital marketers, and social media agency owners in one place. Not to mention, we source some of the best social media marketing jobs from across the internet. So whether you're a social media manager for hire or a business owner who needs to find someone to handle your social media marketing, the Social Media Manager Market is the place for you. Social media service providers who want to attract new ideal clients and job opportunities can choose from three different listing options to showcase your business's unique personality. Get your business listed on the Social Media Manager Market and start attracting new opportunities today by visiting www.socialmediamanager.market and save 50% off your listing with coupon code NOFILTER. As far as like etiquette for sliding in, like what do you guys... We've kind of talked about some stuff that we don't like or how we respond to them when random questions come in. But what do you think from like a growth perspective or an actual like networking community building, like what works? Like what have you seen come into your DMs or like what kinds of things do you use for like clients or for your business that feels like it works for you and you would keep repeating that? So this person, he's now my friend. His name's Morgan. Shout out to Morgan Ingram. He took my course, Real Talk, and he DM'd me after, but he sent me like a text message or like a regular DM saying like, hey, like your course was amazing. I really like this part about this thing. Thought this was super cool. I've applied it here. And then he also sent me a video of himself talking. And I thought that was super cool because it was like, that was unique. But I also liked how he first explained what the video was going to be about almost because sometimes if you get just a video or a photo from someone with no context, I'm scared to open it. I've lived on the internet long enough to know, like to not just open things unless I know what they are. So to have that context, if you are going to drop like a voice note or a video message into someone's DM, maybe say like, oh, I have more information about this here, or I I have a quick question, Um, I'm gonna send you a voice note about it, or just giving some context so they know what that is. So they're not just opening their DMs, because I've had multiple times I'll open a DM and I'll have like a wall of voice memos, and I'm like, I don't even know what this is about. Don't even know what this is gonna be. I don't know know if I have the mental energy to commit to listening to all of these, let alone responding to them. Um, So I think like giving some context and saying like why you're messaging them and like what, if you are doing a photo or a video or a voice note, what it's about, that makes it easier for them to decide like if they want to get into that with you or if they don't. And you have to respect that either way. I have two things and it's pretty similar to Laura's, but one thing is give people enough information, but not too much. So you don't want to, Hey, can you ask a question? And then ghosts, but also (laughs) you don't need to tell your life story. Oh, because my business that I started five years ago, it was, you know, like, because it takes a lot of energy to read not that one message, but all the messages of the day. And the so I always am big at like one paragraph, one little chunk of text, explain what it is, ask if you know, if it's something simple ends there, if it's something like, let me know if I should email you about this, if you're interested or something like that. And the other one is to I love a good voice memo. I never start with a voice memo. I only put voice memo if people ask me for more information and it's too much to type. Or if people answer the poll or or ask for more information on my polls, then I slide into their DMs with a voice memo. And I think that works well. And they had just answered my poll. So they will be expecting that. Or even if it's somewhere more random, I'm like, hey, I'm just going to send a voice memo because that's too much to type about this and that. I never do it first unless it's someone I know well, but like just kind of to start with, I don't think it's the best. Uh, And I agree with Laura. I've opened my DMs before and there are like five voice memos in a row. 
yeah. that you know it's five yeah. minutes of talking that I don't even know who it is or who and you know five minutes is not a lot but if you add everything else you have to do in the day and all yeah. the other dms yeah. you need to get to it can be especially when it yeah when it's like little one minute chunks I will say I actually started this practice of this was like um, a couple of years ago I had a program and I thought oh I'm going to be super personalized and like you know I'm going to answer people's questions I want them to know when they ask a question about this program that it's me. So I'm replying back with voice memos because I had something similar to you, Laura, where like a big time, you know, creator had replied to some, we were having a little DM combo. And then she sent back like a vertical video, like a video reply. And I was like, so cool. She's talking like directly to me. And I was like, I'm going to do something like that. Was still in pajamas. So I'm like, I'm just going to send back a voice memo. And I do this to this, you know, person, I didn't check out her account. She just slid into my DMs, asked a question about the program. And then I start started replying in a voice memo. And then I go back, she replies back and says, I actually can't listen to this. I'm deaf. Yeah, yeah. And I did not, I had not looked at her account, which said, you know, she was asking about like captioning and things. And so a huge fail on my part, right, from like an accessibility standpoint, and me like just going thinking I'm doing like a customer service. But the reality was like, it was not personalized for her because she could not hear that voice memo. And so like, of course, I apologize profusely. But now even if I do lead with a voice memo, like it's somebody who's like, opted in to be interested in my program, I'll I have a little like quick template, like if I'm like, kind of following up with multiple people, like I'll voice memo it, personalize it. So they're hearing my voice and then right underneath you know, you know, too long, didn't read or didn't listen or whatever, like, here's what I say in the voice memo, and like, just drop that text underneath. So they have like two options, depending, like, here's the short version of what I've actually said. But yeah, after having that experience, I was like, Oh, my gosh, I never want to make anybody feel that way again, right? So that's, that's for sure one thing. But like, you know, like I said, with my program, we started a whole new channel for it. And it's been really great, because we don't use that channel necessarily for growth or anything. And it's great that it's growing, because it's growing by people who are potentially interested in the program. But it's more of like just a landing page that we can point people to when the program is open. And we follow everyone that applies so that we can then start like an actual conversation. So it begins the sales process, right? Like we're having conversations. And I got so much great feedback from, you know, students and people who joined it saying like, we can tell that the program is going to be awesome, because like of how into the like the in the DMs that you are and how much information we're getting here in this process of personalization and customization like it already feels like special and I'm really excited to be a part of it and so I think that's something for a lot of business owners whether you have a digital product or a real product or you know some kind of course or program or service that like that added that it's such a small little touch but you have those you know three different ways text voice memo and video memo that you can like connect with people and that gets back to that like that's time well spent engaging on social media, right? Like not following hashtags and like liking three posts and you know, whatever, (laughs) like the silly like task list that doesn't have any intention behind it. So it's been a it's been huge for us. Yeah, I love DMs to sell. I think it's the best way for a lot of people that want to buy something from you. If they know you're there, and you can answer even like the smallest questions they have, they will answer the question. A lot of times they're not driven enough to buy it. If they do have that question, it's not like, oh, let me call that store and ask them about if this shoe is tight or not like if it's soft or not or whatever like sometimes they're just like "Ah, I don't know about that so I'll just move on so I think like people knowing you're present in DM so I I always talk about that when I teach campaign on Instagram it's just like be present during that week more than you are otherwise like DM people back quicker like I think if you're in the middle of a campaign especially in the last three days of a campaign be present because people need to have you there and they can ask questions they need I also like using DMs like for working with people like when you're 
selling to let them know whether it's the right fit for them or not. I'm really big about saying this is not for you right now because yeah. I really don't want the people to, I, I want that trust and I don't want people to join and not, you know, or buy something and it's not something that works for them at that point in time. And I think the other thing is, you know, I think especially us as Instagram educators, because people are on Instagram all the time, like, you know, all our audience is there. I think sometimes it can get overwhelming to have all these questions, blah, blah, blah. And people like, I don't know, come into you, yeah. to your DMs, Lauren, say, ask something about reels. My real thing is glitching. You know, that may be annoying. It's like, okay, this person never talked to me before blah 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 but they're also like your biggest potential client right there so I think it's yeah. also just kind of knowing that that's part of it's the same process as posting right Stu McLaren has a, a quote or whatever I was, I was re-watching Tribe and he said the more questions you answer the more sales you'll make so the more questions you're answering, because he said that those questions are basically objections. Objections, yes. yeah. Every question is an objection. Yeah, so, I've like held on to that. Yeah, for so, so long. true. Yeah. And like I was thinking about that because sometimes you know you get like a bunch of messages like, oh, that's annoying. That I have to respond to these. But if you actually read the messages and like what they're saying, a lot of the time they are really great questions and people who actually have like a genuine interest. But sometimes there are just like mean DMs. Like I've gotten messages from people telling me like I'm boring and I'm stupid and I shouldn't be on social media. Like the crazy things. Like those those do happen. Um, well, what did you say, Laura? <laughs> Gosh, Laura, you're so but the, stupid. the good ones. Yeah, but the good ones make it worth it. No, I know. I've, I've seen so, those. Yeah. It showed me those. So funny. But yeah, like I do think that the positives outweigh the negatives. Absolutely. And I, I like you said, you know, another big part of this is that the more I talk to my audience, the more I understand them. I know exactly what they want. I know the words they use. So yes. when I create content, whether yes. it's for me or the templates for you guys, like I know how to do that because I understand the audiences. Like yeah. I know what these people say. I know it's what they market think. market research, right? Yeah. Like, like giving you exactly what to put on your FAQ page. I screenshot yeah. them. I have screenshots of like keywords or phrases that they're using. Like, oh, I'm stuck with reels. I don't know where to start with reels. Like those are the keywords that are priceless. You know, and I think we're thinking about it through the lens of like business owner and like creator. And, you know, and so I talk about this with my community with social media managers too like because a lot of times they overlook the value add of like within their service like being in as part of customer service and support on the back end in those dms right like you can create you know as a business owner you can give your social media person like canned replies and things like that but there's this elevatedness and this comes from my background in like customer service like being able to like leave an imprint on people like there are a handful of brands that i use as examples that when i have gone to like you know not as like a hashtag ad or spawn con or anything like i'm just going in I love this thing that I bought from this product from this company and I'm sharing the product with my audience and I'm tagging them and a handful of times over the years I've had a really incredible social media manager slide into my DMs with like something super inspiring or thought provoking or like a real conversation right and it's I remember those brands because they went above and beyond and I know that it's not like the owner of say like away suitcases like sliding into my DMs asking me where I'm going or where I'm traveling or tell me about your trip but that to me is so on brand because they're asking me where I'm going because clearly I have a suitcase and I'm going yeah. somewhere a little stalky a little bit yeah but like where yeah where are you going when are you leaving what's your home address yeah, yeah they're I mean just trying to get to know me you know not a big deal but basically yeah. <laughs> what do you have a dog an alarm system? yeah all of that is really just like them you know going above and beyond and I'm still talking about it today this was like years ago when I bought that luggage set because you don't see a lot of brands like engaging with you see them liking the story or like thanks for sharing or whatever right so I know when I had an agency, one of our big things we offered to our clients was that level of like support and customer service. And when people would tag us 
guests and user generated content, we would actually start conversations and go a little bit further. Of course, it takes a whole other like, um, it takes additional time. And it takes, you know, somebody who's actually good with customer service and, you know, relationship building and things like that. But that's something that you actually like to do. As a social media manager, that could be something you can add into your services. But I do think it's like more and more people are coming to your DMs before they're going or they're going to Twitter, right to like have a whole song and dance about like what kind of service they didn't get or nobody's no what even Adam Mosseri like every time he posts a live like everybody underneath is like I got hacked or I can't get into my account or you guys I still don't have reels it's like they go there for their customer support like rants right and so they're doing that to social media people or to you if you're managing your DMs before they're even going to your contact form on your website or your you know Zendesk or whatever it is so having some sort of like system to either send them to your customer support or give them the right you know information or just going ahead and handling it right there I think can like help save a lot of relationships and I think like everybody should have the automatic not the automatic but the shortcuts in DMs where you can just put your yeah, text and I, have those. Um, great. I, I don't have them for like common answers like oh why is engagement down which I probably should put for that one <laughs> but for me it's mostly like oh we have this great membership with this and this and this and this so when yeah. people ask for those things they're easier to predict than just all the conversations I can have with people I love it. you should you should have like the why is engagement down and just have like your five or six like reasons like stock reasons why it could be and you just choose it based on the time of year or whatever has currently happening you totally could yeah because it's, it's new thanksgiving year, it's, yeah it's, it's summertime yeah because <laughs> your content sucks <laughs> your content no one's sucks. ready for that one yeah <laughs> yeah well has anybody had any other kinds of like i mean i know laura you said you got some bullies coming in but is, is there anything that stands out as far as like really great dm experiences and like really terrible or crazy ridiculous is there anything that like sticks out to you i think my good one was my friend morgan like we're friends now i've been on his podcast he's great that was like the best dm i've ever received and then in terms of like worst i would say like being called yeah stupid. being called stupid like <laughs> it's kind of lame i don't know i just like it just says so much about the person doing it i know it doesn't bother me i'm just like oh i'm annoyed that i took three seconds to open this and read it like ah. Uh. you ever think that maybe it's just like a hater or like some competitor with like a fake account it could maybe. be yeah yeah. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, like, shout out people. Like, if there's anyone you don't like, maybe you do think they're stupid or you think they're bored or maybe you're just jealous of them. Still yeah, follow. Maybe. Unfollow. Just, yeah, unfollow. just don't look at their content. Go away. Yeah. 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 Everybody yeah. feels better. Um, I did have one time this girl send me, like, a, a Boss Babe Vibes video when she was just sitting on her bed wearing, like, workout stuff and, hey, babe, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, uh, that's... Is this for me? Not like, my vibe. She was talking about business. Yeah. She was talking about business. It's just okay. the most, the least professional thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Weird. Yeah, weird. I would not do that yeah. to people. And you think about it, if she's saying babe, like it's not personal. So, you know, it's probably being sent to like multiple people. Right? No, she was saying personal like, things. She was saying things about my yeah. business. So uh, it was definitely yeah, just okay. for me. Yeah, but it was just weird. Okay. Yeah. And, and the other thing to me is that one, like boss, babe or babe. Like, no, just call me Manu. If you don't know my yeah. name, hey, to who would make concern? Yeah. I'm not, Instagram I'm user. not with the yeah. whole boss babe vibes. So we get it, right? Like ultimately, I think the lesson here is that like treat your DMs like conversations with people like IRL, like in real life. Like if you would not walk up to a stranger on the street and start this conversation or tell them that they're boring or, you know, like just, you know, maybe, yeah, eliminate that from the way that you're contacting people. And, you know, just, yeah, think about like, would I like to react or would I like to receive this if I were the, the person getting this message? Is this how 
I would like best receive the information. And on the flip side of that is as a business owner or social media manager, like understanding the importance that like customer service and support plays like that engagement and those conversations are like half of the purpose you're creating content and then you're like responding to the, the reactions to that content. And so like having a plan and having, you know, time saving hacks yeah, <laughs> or using the word. features of Instagram with their like canned replies, or maybe I, I even like to reply to mine in batches on my desktop because it's just faster, yeah. right? You can type versus doing so much using your thumbs. Yeah. Thinking about that as being just like an extra leg of the whole social media management process for your business. And remembering that there's people on the other side, we're not talking, you know, these are people usually unless they're a weird bot. And again, <laughs> we're all for answering fun. questions, but I think just think like, yeah. is this, is this question necessary that this person needs to stop and answer this to me? Or is this yeah. somewhere else I can find can or yeah. And then right. if you do yeah. be polite, yeah. Yeah. can never yeah. go wrong. Yeah. The people in your DMs, people too. So that's what, that's what it's all about. Cool. Well, yeah, looking forward to, you know, chatting with you ladies again at the next episode and take care everyone. Don't slide into my DMs unless it's really, really good. I'll send you a video. <laughs> okay. Bye everyone. See you next week. Thanks so much for listening to the Close Friends No Filter podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, we'd love for you to leave us a review or share it with your close friends. And make sure to follow this podcast so you never miss a new episode. You can learn more about each of us, submit your questions or new episode ideas, or just say hi by heading to www.closefriendsnofilter.com or by following us on Instagram at closefriendsnofilter.com.